Welcome, welcome to the See Me After Class podcast. I'm your host, John Graham. Thank you all very much for tuning in. Hope you guys are having a nice day. I'm having a nice day. An unusually nice day. Um, I got a party I'm going to later. This is my costume. Pretty cool, right? You, you guys, any of you guys know what this is? Some of you have probably heard me mention it before, but um, bonus points to anyone who can name the movie and the year. Yeah, you guys know already. I'm not sad. I just got to warm up a little bit. Usually I warm up for these things by gaming a little bit, you know, and then that that gives everybody a good half hour to get all their cucks out, you know, where they have to just call me a cuck over and over and make fun of me. I put my premiere up. My premiere for my new... The first part of uh, the next thing of Arby and the Chief. And uh, the first thing someone writes is... Hey, nerds. I love watching... I love waiting months to watch a, go- a grown cuckold... I can't read today. I love waiting months to watch a grown cuckold play with dolls. Quality content, hee hee. Just say ha ha, you cunt. Hee hee. Hee hee. They're not dolls, okay? They're action figurines. Actually, (laughs) they're collectibles. Okay. Okay. Anyway. You guys are so mean. Anyway. uh, So, I got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Uh, I, last time I, I summarized all my, my material and I want to do that again. Um, so my last podcast, uh, I did a big dumb rant on postmodernism and made myself sound like a big dumb fucking stupid retarded idiot. And everyone was chewing me out. Not everyone, but I was reading the chat afterwards and it was actually making me rage. People were like, uh, like during the middle of my rant, like I chose deliberately not to look at the chat, right? So I could focus on what the fuck I was saying. I wouldn't be constantly distracted by people hurling insults at me. And then when I do look at the chat, I see what everyone was typing while I was ranting. And everyone's like, uh, not everyone. I keep saying everyone, but just like a few people were just like, uh, He's still going on. I'm like, yeah, it's my podcast, you dick. That's what it's for. Me going on about stuff. What do you want me to do? Just rub one out on camera? Is that what this is for? I should just not talk, right? Duh. Stupid. And then, like, he was like, that's not postmodernism. This is postmodernism. And then... I mean, postmodernism is a hard fucking thing to define, you know? And this one guy thinks he's got it down pat. And I'm just like, that's not the definition I'm fucking reading. But anyway, that guy gave me a big super chat, so I can't shit on him. And he did that deliberately, motherfucker. Very sneaky. He's still going on? Yes, he is! It's my fucking podcast. 
If you don't want me listen, don't want to listen to me whine like a dumb fucking cunt, you can go listen to some other asshole, some other condescending YouTube dude who talks like this. I'm a YouTuber, so I talk to my audience like this, instead of a normal speaking voice like this. I've got to talk like this. <laughs> anyway, um. No, I'm not drunk, but I would like to loosen up a little bit. Okay, this is epic. Um, where's your mouse pad? I forgot it. Who cares? God. I've never seen a white man complain online before. <laughs> uh, I'm a trailblazer. What can I say? We all love you, John. Well, thank you. John Kilo Graham, greetings from Russia. Greetings from Russia. We're going we're going to hack your cast of pod. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't bite if you don't bite foam. Bite bite the foam, John, for Russia. Foam red foam is best foam. I got I want to make a meme like an overlay where it's like uh like I press a button on here on my stream deck and it like the Soviet flag like you know starts fluttering at 50% transparency over the video and then it plays that what's that fucking thing that plays in Call of Duty when you you're on the Russian team and you win is that the Russian national anthem? I'm not sure. Anyway, the USSR anthem, yeah, the Soviet anthem. Soviet anthem. Soviet anthem is best, best, best anthem. <laughs> I was talking with a friend about that, but that's that's basically Russia, you know, just to to just stone face lie about everything did you do this thing russia was this you no it was not russia the evidence says it is i saw you do it russia no that was not russia that was someone else <laughs> russia russia would not do such thing <laughs> yet yeah yet Russia is best. <laughs> Russia always does right thing. Uh, what's on the menu today, John? Yes, okay. Uh, yeah, so the chat made me rage. Um, but I'm not, I'm not going to do a big postmodernism rant. Um, maybe that was a little too self-indulgent, but I wasn't trying to bore anybody. Uh, it was a subject of discussion that I felt like I had a lot to say on and it didn't, I didn't expect it to all come out right. Cause it's not something I wrote down, but it's just, I had all these fucking ideas in my head and I thought, Hey, that would probably make a good podcast and people might find this interesting. But, uh, I think I got to try, I got to make a more conscious effort to keep things funny. I think, you know, don't, don't want to bore you guys. Don't want to waste your guys's time. I gotta bring the laughs. Damn it. 
Make him laugh. Make him laugh. Um, communism is best. Motherland. Mother Russia. <laughs> all, right, all Russians smile like this. So they got an, an inverted smile where the, the corners of their mouth go as down as possible. This is everyone in Russia. Squinty eyes, too. Um, John, what do you smell like? Uh, I don't know. I showered today. Can't smell that bad. I smell pretty good. Um, John Rance owned The Last Jedi. Why does everyone hate The Last Jedi so much? I didn't mind that movie. But I always hear people talking about The Last Jedi like it's literal AIDS. Like they watch it and their eyes get AIDS. There's AIDS in their eyes after they watch it. Like it wasn't that bad, you fucks. But Rian Johnson just, uh, he didn't give the audience what they wanted. He just deliberately subverted expectations constantly over and over. I didn't, th I didn't find, I mean, there were a lot of surprising things he did, but, uh, I didn't find a lot of the things off-putting, you know? And by the sounds of it, there's a lot of fucking idiots who just wanted a movie Basically, just the, they wanted the movie to be a vehicle for Luke Skywalker, Skywalker to come out of hiding and have no personal conflict. He's just like, yeah, I'm a badass. Stand back, Ray. I want to cut all their fucking heads off. And it would just be that for like the last hour and a half. Just Luke cutting off Sith heads. And then he gets to Snoke's office. And he just sticks his lightsaber up his dick. Cuts him in half. And then he, like, the last shot would be Luke covered in Sith blood. And he'd be, like, flexing to the camera, looking right into it. <laughs> and then it would, cu it would cut to credits. The, the iris to credits. Directed by George Lucas. Except, no, it was Rian Johnson. What am I thinking? George Lucas isn't doing them anymore. He got laughed out. Laughed out of Hollywood. Whatever. The dude cashed out. He's doing his own thing now. He's making personal films. Whatever that means. Um, I didn't want a movie in the first place. Well, well they're, they're going to make him. Whatever. I'm kind of I'm glad that uh I'm glad that Disney put the brakes on it after I don't think Solo flopped, did it? But there was this sense of fatigue after once Solo came out where everyone was just like everyone realized what they were in for. It's just like, oh, it's going to be a slew of Star Wars sub stories and movies. Over and over and over, forever, for as long as Disney can manage it. For as long as the characters in this, the universe stay relevant. Um, money, 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 yeah. That's Disney for you. 
Disney owns fucking everything now, don't they? They they got twentieth century Fox. What else? What else did they get? Beyond that, like I know they have a bunch of other shit before that, but since then, have they gotten any other properties? I don't know. Anyway, oh yeah, they're they're doing their own uh, they're doing their own streaming service now to compete with Netflix, and they're gonna give all their fucking superhero characters their own fucking show. Loki the series. Black Widow, the series. Black Panther, the series. Captain America, the series. Iron Man, the series. Except it's not going to be Iron Man. It's going to be a strong black whammon. 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 Um, that's the new Iron Man, right? A strong black whammon. Um, they own Brazzers. Oh, great. <laughs> Brazzers.com. Brought to you by Disney. <coughs> Iron Whammon. <laughs> uh, Strang Black Whammon, the series. If you aren't white, get out. Yes. Yes, if you're not aware already, this is a whites-only stream. I hate having to repeat myself, but I keep finding out there's black people and Asians and other non-whites watching my stream, and it makes me angry. If you're, if you're mixed race, only the white half of you is allowed. So, figure it out. <laughs> um... Hey, John, is it true that you revealed the identity of the Red Skull virus? Yeah, who cares? People, Fans are talking about that like it's some big deal, like a scandalous leak. Like, the truth is out. It's like, I don't know, it's pretty predictable already, wasn't it? The color scheme, the armor, perms, oh, whatever. But I won't say any more than that. Some people still don't know. Um, but yeah, so, so that's another thing. So, uh, so I, I tweeted a, 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 I tweeted a bunch of twats yesterday. I, 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 I wrote a bunch of twats on Twitter and, uh, I was talking about how I keep writing myself into a corner, basically not a, that's not the right. I keep writing these incredibly ambitious, like, one-hour-plus scripts. And they take forever to write. They take forever to rewrite. They take forever to make. And then, you know, when it finally gets put out, everyone's... They enjoy it, I, th I hope. It looks that way. But... And it's long, but... You know, it's that one hour after a series of months, and then it's like, well, that's over now. We'll s see you guys in another few months. See everyone in another few months. And then a few months go by, and then the next one comes out, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, this series is still going on. What happened? What was the thing? What happened before? So that's why I've partly why I've done started doing recaps now at the beginning. 
But uh, I've decided that uh, for too long that I've insisted on um, holding off on releasing episodes until they're completely done. I mean, which which is good practice, but uh, it doesn't really work for me. It doesn't work for the fans. It doesn't work for YouTube. So what I would like to do is uh, release episodes in uh, relatively smaller chunks um, on a regular basis. So there's one coming out tonight there's one premiering tonight after this podcast and then there's one there's going to be one next week and then the week after that so it's going to be like week to week new stuff and it'll be good for youtube's al gore rhythms it'll be good for the fans because they're getting regular content it'll be good for me because i am given a realistic series of tasks to perform each week in order to get like a, a single Relatively short, but good, high-quality chunk of an episode out. And my biggest problem... I was resistant to that for a long time because I hated the idea of putting out content that wasn't structurally sound. Because I'm a big act... I'm a a big three-act guy, right? And so I was resistant to, to putting out parts of an episode where it's on its own the purpose of it is unclear, you know, or you're not sure of the contextual relevance of the scene. The context of the scene relative to the other scenes in the overall episode, right? But uh, I figure if I lay out my plan on Twitter and here, and, uh, you know, people start following week to week, people will get it. You know, and if a video comes along where there's a scene where it's like, oh, that seems kind of out of place. They'll be like, well, there's more coming. So, and I label all the, I'm labeling all the parts too. So it's, it's, this is going to be season eight, episode 13, part A. And the next one will be B, C, D, and so on. And then when the last part of the episode, an episode is done, those parts will all be compiled and released into one big episode, like usual. And, uh, and then, uh, more parts will continue to come out but for the next episode so it'll reset to a and then b c i'm not using numbers for the parts part because i'm already using numbers for the for the i guess it doesn't matter whatever who cares no more numbers are you weeping (laughs) you said there'd be numbers (laughs) whatever I'm using letters, okay? Big deal. So, so yeah, you know, like, I mean, I, I'm obviously given ample time to work on these giant-ass episodes, and you guys are incredibly patient. You guys are incredibly supportive and understanding, which is so good. But uh, nonetheless, when when I wake up every day and I see what I have to like, I mean, it's not that I can't delegate my tasks for an overall episode, like, and divide them all into different days, but it's just such a knowing that I'm not going to have a finished product at the end of the week, rather that that finished product could be like months down the line. I can't help but seeing the tasks that I have to perform as this, I called it on Twitter, a mountainous blob where it's uh, it has a paralytic and uh, depressing effect on me. It can have that effect on me, where I'm just like, oh, fuck, what do I do first, you know? 
should I do this scene first? Should I do that scene first? Should I should I write more? Should I be recording some dialogue now? I should be doing a podcast maybe. Uh, should I be should I be recording some live action? Should I get some editing done? There's so many fucking like phases, right? That I jump between because that's how I kept myself sane during the process is like, well, okay, I'll do this. Like I finish a script, right? And that's a fucking, it's fun. I like it, but it can be a real chore when, when in the rewriting phase where I'm, when I'm just trying to get the fucking thing polished enough to start edit, start post-production. Right. And, uh, but then once once the script is done, then it's like, okay, what's the, what's the part of post-production on this episode that I'm most excited to do? And then I'll, I'll try and do that first. And then that way, by the, t- by the time I'm getting to the stuff in the episode that's relatively more boring, most of the episode is done by then. So it's like easier psychologically on me. It's like, well, you're, on, you're in the home stretch. So just, you just got to finish these like three or four more scenes and you'll be done, you know? So, so this, this script, this next episode, the, the overall episode is called Alt-Right-Delete. And then I got chewed out on Twitter by a bunch of people saying that the show's getting too political now, which I don't agree with. I mean, there, there are political talking points. That doesn't mean the show is political now. Just because I mention politics... Um, fuck that, you know, that one, that joke I had in, uh, what was the last one I did? Hello world. That one Trump joke where the guy, it's like the two guys have been friends on Xbox live for 10 years. And one of them reveals that he's a Trump supporter and the other guy stops being friends with him right there. Like to me, that's not even a political joke. Yeah. I said the word Trump. It's political. No, it isn't. What I'm actually commenting on is the divide between people. You know? The common discourse. And my show has always been about that. The way people interact online. Right? And and that's a real thing. You know? we're we're, We're in... I mean, it's not my fucking fault. The world is in such a political polarization right now. Where, you know... One side says the word Trump and the other side spits venom at them. I, I didn't decide that. That's the way the world is. And it affects the way people talk to each other. And so I'm making a joke about that. I don't give a fuck about politics. I hate politics. I think it's boring and lame and stupid, just like you guys. But like, I, I'm more, I would say I'm more involved in it and more anchored by it than I, than I ever have been. You know? Um... But anyway, oh, fuck, that's not, I got a couple things. So, first of all, I'm just going to, some people have given me flack for, uh, for, for too many jokes against the SJW types, and I'm just like, cry me a river, okay? They're whining enough already. I can't make one fucking joke about these assholes. Like, get out of here. They're the ones who have control over most of the media. Like, 
and I can't make an SJW joke on my dumb fucking YouTube show? Cry me a fucking river. Be, be like Justin Timberlake and cry me a river, okay? Yes, I'll get to the super chats, okay? Fucking relax. Jesus. What, can I talk? Can I talk on my podcast? Am I allowed? Do I have permission? I won't talk until I hear that I have permission on the chat. You guys got to let me know in the chat if I have permission to talk on my podcast. But let, let me know if I can speak. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. No. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll just sit here. I'll just sit here for... Th I was going to talk for three hours, but I'll just sit here for three hours in silence. Okay? Here we go. Oh, I'm still making noise. Am I not allowed to do that? I should I need to be perfectly silent, right? Sorry. I'm not joking. I'll sit here all fucking day. I'm not going to say a word. Nothing. You think this is a game? All right, all right, all right. Um, <clears throat> so... So yeah, I don't think Arby and the Chief is getting political. I think that's dumb. And uh, I'm going to keep making jokes about SJWs and snowflakes. You know what? If it was the case where it was the, it was the liberals being constantly villainized and silenced, I would make conservative jokes. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, fuck man. It's like people think I'm taking sides and I'm like digging my heels in. Like, If it was the other way, I'd be defending the other side. I'd be making jokes in favor of liberals. Saying, oh, you conservatives need to shut the fuck up already. But that's not what's happening. Fuck, dude. Anyway. I'm getting a lot of super chats. Fuck. But I, I have... I think I want to go over my list of stuff first and then we'll go over the super chats, okay? So just just fucking relax, okay? Keep keep your underwear on. John, listen to me. Okay. Okay, I'm listening. Um there's an underrepresentation of minorities and genders in this podcast. They're not allowed in this podcast. They should be killed. They should be put into camps. 
That's what I'm using the super chat money for. I'm building uh, death camps for <laughs> for for all the minorities who uh, try who are trying to sneak into this stream and steal some laughs from from all the white people. Whites only, okay. So if you want to fund my death camps, please keep throwing digital money at my face. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, so I wanted to talk about, uh, I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to do politics like last time, not to the extent of last time anyway, although there were, that's a lie. I'm, that might not, I may, I may not keep that promise because there was some shit I wanted to, I wanted to talk about Kavanaugh more last time, but I never got around to it. I got distracted with other shit and how everyone is just like, like, you're supposed to hate him because he's a rapist. We have a rapist on our Supreme Court. And I'm just like, okay, based on what? And it's like, well, don't you believe those women? I'm like, maybe it did happen. But I'm not seeing proof. So this shit happened like fuck over 30 years ago. No proof. Nobody can remember where the party was or who exactly was involved. Just that, not even that Kavanaugh was like the perpetrator. He might have just been like at a crazy party, just standing there in the corner with a fucking solo cup full of beer drinking, you know? I don't fucking know what happened. But neither do the people claiming he's a rapist either, you know what I mean? So I... And apparently due process is a dirty word now. You're not allowed to say due process anymore. Even though it's like... You you really want a world without due process? You know what a, you know what a world without due process is like? It's like the Dark Knight Rises. You're going to be dragged in. Into a fucking courtroom. Uh, into a kangaroo court where Scarecrow is like at, up at the... Cillian Murphy is sitting at the... Uh, on a top of a eerie pile of desks and papers, like on this mountainous pile of shit with like a hammer and a little thing that he bangs the hammer on. And he's going to be like, you're accused of this crime. Well, what about due process? Doesn't exist. You have one of two choices, death or exile. Those are going to be your two options. Which one do you want? Uh, well... I don't want to die, so exile. Very well. Death by exile it is. That's a world without due process, okay? Then you got to go walk on the ice and fall fall under. Do people really want that? Why are people so fucking dumb? I feel like I've landed on Mars with that whole fucking thing, you know? Ugh. Anyway, that, so that was one thing. And, uh, oh, to jump to Canadian politics for a moment, because everyone's so very excited about that. Everyone loves Canadian politics. If you don't love American politics, you will surely love Canadian politics because it's not boring and lame and stupid in the slightest. Um, we're having a, we're having a pro provincial referendum. 
to uh, right now to re uh, it's for electoral reform to uh, restructure our voting system both federally and provincially and uh, the options are first pass the post or uh, uh, what's the other one proportional representation that's where the population of a of a province factors into their voting power somehow i gotta read into it more i'm very i haven't done enough research on it but i got people on both sides telling me like like uh dude uh first past the post i know it's got problems but it's the way to go you you should vote for that and then i got people on the other side saying you should vote for the for the for the other one whatever the fuck it is proportional representation and i'm just like dude if whatever side you're on if you just tell me like vote for your side then i immediately want to go fuck you no that just makes me not want to vote for your side out of spite <laughs> so well done you know or it's like the the be- the good way the good way of phrasing it would be um you should vote for this side here's why Instead, people like to say, vote for this side. And I'm just like, no. Suck my cock. How about that? <laughs> uh, and people are so up their own ass with the, the fucking, all the virtue signaling, you know? They go out to their voting office or wh- wherever the votes are being done, and then they go home. And they take a screenshot, they take a photo of their little voting sheet or whatever that they, little pamphlet that they were given or something as proof that they were there voting. Like they'll take a picture of that on their phone, share it on social media, and they'll be like, uh, they'll type something really douchey like, I voted today, did you? You know? I, I did my part. I did my part to save this country. What about you? It's your turn now. Fuck you. You voted. Good for you. Why don't you just vote and shut up? I mean, if the country, if the the voting thing is really all you care about, then you, you know, you shouldn't really care about the social media sharing thing, right? Except you do. You love those likes. You love them. Can't get enough of them. Everyone's going to think I'm cool. (laughs) No, you're not. You're a loser. <laughs> uh, so that's annoying me. I haven't decided what I'm going to vote yet. Um, but uh, we'll see. I like that you like this. Episode 13 hype. God, I love this chat. This chat is cancer. <laughs> Everyone keeps calling me a cuck. Stop it. Um, oh, yeah. Weed's legal in Canada now. Took enough time. But it's legal now. But I don't think everyone's exactly celebrating... Because, yeah, it is legal, but there's only one legal store open right now, 
It's in Kamloops. Imagine what that one store is like in Canada. It's probably like fucking Woodstock by now. Where there's, it's just surrounded by a sea of stoners all dancing and throwing up on each other. Come on, people now. Smile on your brother. Everybody get together. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, that's a thing. And uh, apparently that's that's very heavily regulated how exactly these cam these legal cannabis plants are grown. So um, I mean I don't know what the efficacy of these are like relative to the stuff that you could just buy before. But um, but I don't know. It's uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, John, are you an NPC? No, but I had somebody throw that stupid meme at me. And their, their argument that the argument that they seem to be making in the NPC image meme that they sent me seemed to be totally contradictory. Like, you know, one of, you know, like, I don't know if all NPC memes are like this, but like, you know, the basic meme is the Wojak with like the very simplified MS Paint face. I mean, it's an MS Paint either way, but it's a very simplified like dot dot triangle nose face. And like around the Wojak head is a bunch of quotations that are supposed to represent the arguments that are commonly made by the NPC. And uh, this one that was sent to me just seemed totally fucking contradictory. And I was just like, what the fuck is this guy trying to say? And of course, he didn't attach any text to it. Like, he just sends me the image, and I'm supposed to get it. Like, oh, wow. You're so smart. Except no. <laughs> I'll, br I'll try and bring... I'll bring it up now, actually. I want to look at it again. Uh, you know what? It's going to take me fucking forever. I don't want to dig through all my notif Twitter notifications. But, uh, but yeah, it was just like, I don't even remember them. I was stupid anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I like the, I like the, the new NPC meme, uh, as far as that, uh, it's pissing everybody off. It's pissing all the lefties off. I'm not an NPC. Quit calling me that. That just makes people call you that the thing more. So don't do that. Pro tip. John is an NPC. Yes, yes, you f you figured it out. Well done, you guys. Crack squad of detectives we got here. Um, fuck, pe people are sending me memes right now on Twitter with screenshots from the podcast that I am actively doing. You guys, like on-the-fly memes like you're just constantly pressing print screen and pasting that into ms paint and then whipping up these quick retarded memes releasing a whole episode at once sad face splitting an episode into a mini series like a season in a season happy face except there's a very specific happy face screenshot of me that they picked where i've got like 
it's kind of a sarcastic happy face that I'm doing where I've got one eyebrow higher than the other. Oh, no. Why? Oh, this is terrible. Fuck. Are we back? Sorry about that. I don't know what the fuck happened. This is a wired connection. Jesus Christ. What if I disconnect from the fucking thing? Now, I'm on a wired connection, so I don't know. It should be fine. Can you guys hear me now? I'm here, right? You guys can see me? Hello? Somebody say... Somebody say you can see me, you can hear me. Are we good now? Okay, cool. On that note, I need to go I need to go pee. Sorry guys, I know it's annoying, but uh what can I say? I got to go. We got to go, you got to go. We all got to go sometime. So um I'm going to go pee. We'll be right back. And when we are back, the fun will uh will continue. The, the epic amounts of fun you're having right now. It will continue. This is nowhere near the end of the fun. Don't worry. Be right back, guys. <laughs> Fuck me in the ass with a big rubber dick. Welcome, you fucks. It's this. It's the See Me After Class podcast, the most hateful podcast in Canada. Whites only. White power. <laughs> oh, and men only too. There's there better be no whamming in here. You drink crap beer. So what? All beer tastes like shit. Um, all right, here we go. So, uh, continuing what it's the stuff I wanted to talk about. Uh, I probably had a little bit more to say on the always believe women thing, but you probably are, you guys are probably fucking sick of that shit. Always believe whamming. Women are never wrong, and they, they're they never capable of lying, so always believe them. Do people actually think that? What the fuck? Seriously, it's so dumb. Um, uh, Stormy Daniels, stupid lawyer, using the whole Stormy Daniels thing as a platform for his presidential run, which is just fucking pathetic. And then they he challenged 4chan, and then they fucking ruined him. What a dumbass. And women, like, how how the fuck can you 
possibly believe that all women are telling the truth all the time. And by the way, when I say that, all those allegations against Kavanaugh, I am not saying a single one of them was false. They might all have been true. Okay? Just let's just get that out of the way. They might all have been true, every one of those things they were saying. But I am not just going to believe all women. Sorry. Men and women have... We're all human, aren't we? We all have brains, men or women. We all have brains... And each brain has a left and right hemisphere that's working in conflict with the other one. And we all have emotions. We all get angry. We all get upset. We all feel cheated or used. We all want like retribution or fulfillment. Revenge sometimes. Like it's not, it's not like all men are not responsible for all the evil in the world. And then it's all good for the women. That's fucking dumb. So no, I'm sorry. I don't think women are capable of never lying. That's dumb as fuck. And like I've got friends on my Facebook who are literally like they've got like they'll go out and protest with a sign with a hashtag on it that says believe women. I'm just like, no, are you crazy? Let's see some evidence. I'm not just going to believe anyone, man or woman. Like, fuck. Get your head out of your ass, idiots. Anyway, no, that doesn't... That just makes me hateful. Right? Um, I remember I got into an argument last podcast with a guy on in the chat who didn't have a problem with... Uh, Historical revisionism, particularly when in regard to Battlefield 5. Which uh, I I don't think... I don't think revisionism is ever a good idea. It doesn't matter what the medium is. You know? The guy was like, uh, oh, it's just a video game. Who cares? Like, you should be able to, to, like, dress your guy up in wacky colors and, you know, have, like, an M16 with, like, that's neon pink and purple and green and uh you know all these quirky little outfit accessories you know and then like an army that's just solely women and black guys and like minorities like even though there wasn't a mind for political correctness back then when the world was killing each other you know um and uh, I think revisionism on any medium, even if it's a video game, is harmful. And it can be harmful in the long run, you know. And uh, like I said before, it's not even that it's not even that I like have a game where you can like make if you want to make a game where, you know, like Fortnite, basically, where you can customize your guy to look however fucking stupid you want him to. Running around a stupid world where everything's stupid. <laughs> like, go ahead and have a game like that, but don't call it a World War One game. How fucking hard is that? Why do you have to... Why do you have to not only call it a World War One game, but then also do this quirky, weird shit on top of it? Now, it's not weird on its own, 
But if you put that on top of what's supposed to be a World War One recreation, it's like, what are you doing? Why, if you're going to do a World War One game, why don't you just do a fucking World War One game? Like if if the you if you went it, uh, 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 uh. if you set out to do a period piece like a piece of art that is representational of a past period in time, then why not adhere to being authentic to that period? That's what you're trying to do, right? What's the point of like making it all fucky with customization and unrealistic shit? That's not a World War One game then. So why are you calling it one? Just make, yeah, make, they can make a fucking Battlefield game that's stupid like that. Just don't call it a World War One game. Call, call it Battlefield whatever. Like that can be, be literally the title. Whatever. Because that's basically what gaming is turning into. It's what a lot of things are turning into. Everything is just kind of homogenizing into these like, like I've seen Fortnite gameplay. It looks fucking dumb. It looks fun. But it looks dumb as fuck. And it looks like it doesn't know what kind of game it wants to be. Because on the one hand, it's like... It's like a world builder thing where you can, like, generate objects and walls. And, like, it's like a decent, like, scenery and building construction tool game. Right? But on top of that, it's also, like, a shooter. But it's also third person. And it's Battle Royale and like, and it's base defense or it's like, I don't know what fucking genre this game is trying to be, you know, but it's popular as fuck. The kids love it, don't they? Everyone loves, uh, everyone loves Fortnite. And, um, I, I guess people just like having that mixed bag of like gameplay mechanics where normally you would have genres it's like in film right you pick a genre and then you write and shoot and edit your movie in a way that adheres to the rules of that genre right so like uh, that so that Fortnite feels like a video game that's just trying to be a million things at once uh but people think it's fun you know but it's it's to br- t- people aren't going to like this, but to bring back pro- postmodernism again, that to me is like a postmodern game. You know, where it's the type of game where it's just like, uh, fuck the rules, fuck the regular way of doing things. We're just going to do all the things. So it's a th- it's a third person adventure thing. Like wow, but it's also like a shooter, like COD. But then it's also a a fortress defense game, like. Whatever phone mobile bullshit. And it's also a game where you can, like, just create objects. You can spawn objects and walls out of nowhere, even though it makes no fucking sense. And it's just like, like, there's no, you know, like in, like, Red Dead Redemption, for example, right? For everything that you can do in that game, there's, like, an animation to like complement it right where your main character has an animation where it it makes sense that they're doing that thing whatever the action it is that is being performed by the player right but in Fortnite, it's just like you got your avatar in third person you're standing there and it's just like oh i can just spawn an object for no reason 
you know? So I don't know. You just rotate your mouse wheel up and down, however the fuck it works. I haven't played it. But you just select, like, you know, it's before you place an object, it's got that, like, uh, that preview of how it's going to look before you place it thing where it's like it's it's like the object but it's it's not it's not a physical entity in the game world yet it's just a representation of where what it's going to look like when you press a or whatever the button is right and there's no texture on it and it's opaque it's it's just like that why is that there why why can the player do that you know what i mean it's like there's no explanation for it it's just all these mechanics thrown in together in a messy hodgepodge of a video game, and then it's just called Fortnite, and everybody loves it. It's called a ghost, John. Oh, sorry, I, I don't know the nerd lingo. It's a ghost, is it? Well, okay, fine. What do you guys do? You, do you agree with me? Am, or am I just am I just a psycho who who's the only one who thinks this? Do you guys like Fortnite? Oh yeah, you you guys gotta clarify the boomer and zoomer uh, terms for me. I'm hearing that a lot. Like, does boomer mean baby boomers? And does zoom does zoomer mean Generation Z? Because I know what those are. But if boomer and zoomer don't mean that, then I'm not sure what they mean. Fork knife is so dumb. Yes, okay. Boomers are you. Zoomers are the dankest. <laughs> I'm not a baby boomer. I'm generation... Uh, what am I? I'm generation X, I think. Or am I? No, I'm a millennial. Fuck. I wanted to be Gen X, but I'm a millennial. It's Gen X, millennial, and Gen Z. And before Gen X, it's the baby boomers, isn't it? Fuck, I don't know. These labels are all fucking stupid anyway. Is there... A, I didn't even know there was a Gen Y. Fuck, if we're going to use all the letters, why didn't we just start with A? We're just supposed to adhere to these stupid fucking labels that make no sense? That's what everyone else says. Go fuck yourself. You're old, John. I'm not that fucking old. I'm 30. Get out of here. I'll be old one day. And so will you. But that day's not here yet. Um, What else did I want to talk about? Um... Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. So, I want to talk about the Xbox One for a bit. So, uh, an awesome fan of mine named Michael, he decided to send me uh, an Xbox One. Um, apparently, he wasn't getting much use of it out, out of it anymore, and I uh, decided to send it my way. He sent a controller with it. He sent a headset with it. And he sent the Master Chief Collection with it. And, uh, it's great. I actually love it. It's got its pros and cons. 
Um, in some aspects, I like it better than PS4. Here's my summary. You guys can you guys can tell me if you agree with me or not. Okay. PS4 is the best gaming console, but Xbox One is the best entertainment console. And maybe maybe that's maybe that's a straightforward thing to say. But I, I've been out of the loop of the next gen gaming thing for so long that you know this is like a new this is like a revelation t- for me. You know, PS4 for games, Xbox One for entertainment. Enter, enter. I'm sounding like machinima now. The intersection of gaming and entertainment. I know that entertainment encompasses gaming, but there's like PS4 is the games machine. And then you have the Xbox One for games as well, but it's much better at handling. It's much better at playing video files. Uh, it's much more versatile with file types uh, and forgiving with different file types that you might have. Um, it's like an always-on casting device, unlike the PS4. I mean, it, that's what it looks like to me, anyway. If you if you just power on the Xbox, it immediately works as like a YouTube casting device, like right off the bat, which is great. Um, but uh, the the Xbox One interface sucks. The PS4 the PS4 main menu the in- main interface is so much better than Xbox, I think. Um, but whether it's PS4 or Xbox. The file sizes of these video games is pissing me off. I can't be the only one who thinks this. And I would like someone to tell me why the fuck Halo 5 is like 100 gigabytes. Why? Why in God's name is it that fucking big? Master Chief Collection I kind of get. It's like 75 gigs, but it's like a shitload of games in one. But then you have this one game, Halo 5. It's one game, and it's a shooter game. And it's like 100 gigs? Why? What the fuck is in that? What's that file size for? Is that all the high-res cinematics? Who gives a fuck about that? You know what had compelling cinematics? Halo 1. Combat Evolved. And those textures relative to now look like dog shit. Doesn't matter. Because the reason they were so compelling is because the story was good. Fucking cares whether or not the cinematics look hyper-realistic. That shit's dumb. That's not entirely dumb, but like if, if, if it means that the file size skyrockets to something absurd for what is just a simple shooter game, like get the fuck out of here. I'm looking at the chat now for an explanation as to why Halo 5 is so fucking big. Poor optimization? Is that really it? Is that the best excuse they have? Seriously, where's all the data? Where's that? Where's the bulk of that file size? I mean, it's not that much dialogue. Like audio. It's definitely not relative to, like, an RPG. Fuck. It's what makes the game good, Job. Oh. Oh. Shit devs. Come on, there must be some fucking reason. 
We're just supposed to accept that it's 100 gigs large. And that by default, the Xbox One drive is fucking tiny. So every time you get a new game, you got to be constantly deleting shit and like reinstalling shit. You remember when you could buy a video game, go home and play it right away? You remember those days? Well, that's fucking gone now. Because you have to, you buy the game, you go home, and then you got to get a system update if you haven't already. And then you got to not only install the full game from however many fucking discs it is. But then you also got to download whatever day one bullshit update that they have because they're too fucking incompetent to finalize the game before it goes gold and they ship it. Uh, fucking gaming sucks dick now. I mean, the, 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 some of the gameplay is incredible, but like, is it worth the cost of this kind of shit? Where it's just like, It's like constant updates and installations and giant games and tiny hard drive space. And it's fucking annoying, man. The good old days, yeah. The fucking good old days. Um, and, uh, and the tiny, f the fonts... The fonts that these fucking games use. The tiny, tiny fonts. Where it's just obvious that they're making you buy a 4K TV, you know? Like, oh, I can't fucking read that. I guess I gotta I got buy a new TV now. Why don't you just make the fonts bigger, you assholes? Fuck. In Fractured Butthole, it was terrible. That South Park game. Which I actually liked. Everyone was shitting on that game, but I really enjoyed that. But there's there certain fonts... Like, uh, there's little, um, when you're, like, um, when you're adding, like, perks onto your character, and it, like, where it buffs a certain stat and it debuffs another one, there's, like, tiny little text that tells you the number. But you, I can barely fucking read it on a projector screen. On a projector screen. That's, like, a hundred inches. I can still barely make out the fucking text. That is unacceptable. Sorry. Go back and do it again. <laughs> Take this game back and fix the fucking fonts and then give it to me. It's stupid. Um... So, uh, I've still yet to do a stream for that, where I boot up, I mean, fuck, I, I was gonna, believe it or not, I was thinking of doing a stream where I would just boot up the Xbox One and get familiarized with the console, but seeing how long it fucking took to get Halo Master Chief Collection installed on there, and, uh, Halo 5, and, uh, anything else I wanted to play, right, I have to install all of that, you know? And, uh, it's just dumb. Why am I installing shit when I have a disc? Isn't that the whole point of having a disc? Is that you don't have to do a fucking installation? That just happened one day. But no, it's, it's got to install the, all this data to make a quick cache for, for retrieval, per, for quick retrieval, right? 
It's kind of like memory, I guess. But it's still fucking infuriating. Just don't play Halo 5. Is it really that fucking bad? And don't just say, yeah. <laughs> Last time I asked, like, everyone's saying Halo 5 is literally AIDS. And everyone's like, yeah. I'm like, no, it's not literally AIDS. And they're like, yeah, it is. I'm like, no. And they're like, yeah. How, it's, it can't be literally. It's a fucking video game. It's not literally AIDS on a on a disc. Okay? Oh, Halo 5 is AIDS, is it? Oh, sorry. My mistake. Halo 5 is a dumpster fire. I mean, I'm I'm probably on your guys' side. I mean, the the biggest complaint is the story, right? Not enough Master Chief, not interesting enough. We're just supposed to be wowed that half the campaign is suddenly occupied by a bald black guy. Ooh, how exotic. <laughs> who gives a shit? Who, does, who the fuck is Locke? Who's this fucking guy coming out of nowhere? He's hunting down Master Chief. So? Uh, there's This guy's been given no setup as to how much of a badass he is. Why am I supposed to be invested in this dude? Fuck, I don't know. I wasn't impressed with the dialogue at the beginning either. There's like a scene with Locke at the beginning, near, near the beginning of Halo 5, I think. I didn't beat the game, but I played a little bit of it. And I remember at the beginning there was a cutscene with Locke and a bunch of guys in like a... in the... like a... I don't know, some kind of Fuck, what do you call it? It's like a loading bay or like where like in a ship where all the soldiers sit before they're deployed before they jump out or whatever or something like that. Or maybe it was like a barracks, military barracks or whatever. And there's they there's this generic fucking dialogue like uh if if we make it out of this, I'm going to buy you a beer. And then the other guys like beers are on me. I'm just like, this is an interesting dialogue, damn it. I've heard this dialogue a billion times in a billion action movies. It sucks. Make them say more interesting shit than that. Come on. Enough with the buying beers already. Everyone's got to buy everyone a beer. <laughs> I'm going to buy you a beer. We get out of this in one piece. The drinks are on me. Um, what else about Halo 5? I don't know. I don't remember Halo 5 too well. I mean, that's, that's an indicator that there's a problem, right? Because I did play a good portion of Halo 5. I did it on a stream a while ago on a friend's Xbox. But I don't really remember the plot at all. So it couldn't have been that memorable. So maybe it does suck. I don't remember the gameplay sucking. That's the thing. Do people hate the multiplayer or just the campaign? <laughs> Everyone's whining about super chats. I will get to them, okay? Let me just do fucking... Let me just go at my own pace here. We'll have plenty of time for super chats. Don't worry. 
although I suppose a bunch of people who sent super chats might not be able to stay the whole length, so I should be I should I should get to those while they're all still around. I'll I'll do the super chats next, okay? Jesus. We'll do it. Just the campaign. Multiplayer is great. Okay, so people like the multiplayer, okay. Yeah, I mean I I thought it was all right. Multiplayer was fine. Anyway, fuck. Let's uh let's do super chats, all right? We're doing super chats now. You can all untie your your pantaloons. Um where the fuck is it? God damn. Okay. Kirkland Signature, of course, of course. Where would we be without Kirkland Signature? Where would I be without Kirkland Signature? Where would where would this studio be without Kirkland? Um let's hope my card doesn't decline. Uh, better not. Or I'm going to come over to where you are and kick your fucking ass. <laughs> um, thanks, Kirkland. Tyrone and the Seven Niglets. Oh, that's not PC. I can't say that. I'm gonna. You're going to get me banned off YouTube. Ah, shit, nigga. It's, I said nigga, okay? It's not a hard R. That's okay to say. I hope. I didn't... It's... Ah, shit. I didn't know. Jake Lloyd had a podcast. <laughs> I haven't heard that fucking joke before. That's really original and funny. I'm just fucking with you, Tyrone. Thank you. I'm not really. <laughs> I have heard that joke a million times. You're going to have to try harder than that, buddy. I've heard them all. Heard them all. Uh, Kirkland Signature, John, see me after porn, Graham. Oh, yeah, because everybody's... Everybody has to wait a whole five minutes during the standby phase for me to come on camera. Wow, it takes such a long time. Oh, wow. Oh, you guys, you have it so hard on your end. You got to wait forever. Wah. Thanks, Kirkland. Jesse sends two bucks. Thanks, dude. Um, Tyrone... Tyrone and his seven niglets again. You got the honor of being one of my little niglets tonight, John. Here we go. I'm f I'm finna make that pretty little mouth of yours squeal like a piggy. <laughs> what does that mean? Are you gonna make me suck your dick? Is that it? I'm offended. I am grossly offended. Thanks, Tyrone. Give my regards to the niglets. Scorpion 12 <laughs> Scorpion 12 says I don't know how much more of my happy meal money I can give you but I love your work. PS make arbiter bite the foam. The foam. Bite the foam. Um well, the answer is that uh I should be getting all of your happy meal money just like Kirkland because I don't want him to be spending anything on himself. I want him to just give all his funds to me. Um, and if he ever wants money in his bank account, he just needs to work harder over there at Costco, since he's such a fan. <laughs> Who 
Who has Costco as their profile picture? Come on, Kirkland. I mean, seriously. Why not just a nice photo of you smiling? Are you? A, do you have like that pedophile look or something? That pedo flashbulb mugshot that you'd rather not use as a profile picture? Use a Costco thing instead? Anyway, I'm picking on Kirkland too much. He's my biggest supporter, one of them. Um, thanks, Kirkland. Supersonic speedy suicide. Holy shit, buddy. Dabs on all the broke niggas. That was another... That wasn't a hard R. I'm still in the clear. I'm still not a racist. Um, wow, man. Thanks a lot for that. I really appreciate that, dude. That's nice of you. Um, supersonic speedy suicide. I know you. You've been a good... Uh, you've been a big supporter. Man, you guys are great. Um... Dylan Colson says, hey, John, longtime fan. I used to be a Patreon in 2015 back when you were getting the eighth season together. Throwing you inheritance money. Lamal. Thanks, Dylan. Um, that's great. Yeah. Uh, I'm so I'm going to be able to to pay the guys who have done work for me and. uh This actually really helps because I had to I had to drop I had to drop a couple hundred bucks a few days ago for a new phone because I dropped my old one in the toilet straight in the fucking toilet. But, you know, that's what phones are designed to do, right, is to go straight into the toilet. And that's what they're made for. That's what I did. And uh, it's actually booting up now. It took like a week for it to start working again for like the uh, inner components to completely be dried from water. But uh, it's booting up now, but the speaker is still fucked. And um, I fucked up the power button trying to get the thing open because they make these phones ridiculously hard to open now because they've got these sophisticated inner workings and batteries now. They can't just give you like the the like the back lid that you just snap off. The battery's right there. You can take it out, put in another one. Can't be as simple as that anymore. No, if the battery's fucked. You got to get a whole new fucking phone. I fucking hate the phone market. That new Galaxy S nine Note, whatever the fuck it's called, it's like over a grand for a new phone. And it's like, what, five, six hundred bucks for like an Xbox One X or a PS4? It's like double the price for a fucking phone. And you know why the phones are so expensive? Because they got that market cornered. Because everybody wants a new phone. Everybody wants the latest phone. With all the latest fucking features and a stupid pen. So you can draw cocks on it all day. I mean, if the phone's nowhere near as powerful, obviously, as like a fully-fledged next-gen console. So why the fuck is it twice as expensive? Well, that's that's demand for you, right? That's the market. Market control. 
so anyway, th thanks to you guys. You guys are helping me out with uh, that was money I wasn't expecting to drop this month, and now with uh, your guys's help, that's uh, not as much of a blow on me. So, uh, so I appreciate all your help here. This is really great. Lots of great support, and uh, I hope you guys are liking the podcast. I hope you guys are liking the show. I know it's taking a long time, but uh, I'm. I've been working. I've been honestly busting ass on this story for the season, for season eight. I've been I've been working way ahead and like thinking about scenes that are much further down the line and like thinking about where the whole the story is a whole. And there's a lot of fucking things. There's a lot of dark web stuff that the ser that the season is going to get into. I spent like 12 hours yesterday just searching researching the dark web. And I'd done a shitload of research before then too, watching documentaries and stuff and reading articles one after another. And then yesterday I did even more research. And uh, I applied all that knowledge, to, I connected all that knowledge that I absorbed the other day with everything that I've learned in um, my A-plus certification training and Cisco networking training in uh, high school. And uh, a lot of it's really clear to me now. I actually have a pretty good understanding of how that all works. And so I want to... I want to factor the dark web and the deep web and all that into the plot of season eight. That'll be a little later on, but it's coming. And I want I want to implement it in a realistic way, like the like it actually works. Because very rarely does media depict technology, or especially that kind of technology, accurately, because very few people understand it, right? Like one of the few... One of the few pieces of media to actually get represent technology correctly is Mr. Robot, from what I've seen. Other than that, it's like, you know that movie Hackers in the 90s? That's just completely fucking retarded. Gets computers completely wrong. Gets hackers completely wrong. I saw, I saw this movie, Unfriended Dark Web. What a piece of shit that was. And I I had watched it because I had watched the first movie, Unfriended. Just It was just Unfriended on its own. And uh, I thought I would fucking hate it. And I watched it and I was like, you know what? That wasn't too bad. Because it had a, stru it had a story structure and it had a strong enough female lead that I, was, that I was going with it. The premise is stupid as fuck, but I was going with it. Because it's one of those things where it's like the whole movie takes place on someone's laptop, you know? So you, the, basically the whole movie is somebody's desktop. And you're just seeing a, the story gets fed to you through a bunch of windows and like YouTube and social media and Skype. Everyone's on Google Hangouts, you know, the, the lead and the rest of the cast. And, you know, some ghost or whatever picks them off one by one. Anyway... I watched the first movie and I was like, that was kind of sucked, but it was all better than I thought it was going to be. And then I decided to watch Unfriended Dark Web, not because I thought it was going to be any good, but because it had the, it had the subtitle Dark Web. So I was like, okay, I want to see how badly they fuck up their representation of what the Dark Web is. And it was exactly what you would think it was going to be. Like... Everyone on the dark web wears hoods. 
That's what hackers do, right? They wear ho- they wear sweaters with big black hoods. And you can never see a guy's a hacker's face because they're always shrouded in darkness. And um uh they they had this thing where like whenever it like the bad guy in the movie is like this dark web hacker dude and he's like that hooded guy, right? And whenever he shows up on a camera feed, the camera feed like glitches like it's there's like color bleeding and pixelation and dead pixels all of a sudden for no reason like just the guys the evil dark web hackers presence on camera is enough to glitch the camera feed and like he'll he'll be sending texts to like the main guy like the lead in the movie and uh like um it'll like he'll be sending him like chats through facebook right and the the way you know it's a it's a dark web chat is if it's uh surrounded in a black highlight written in all caps with big bold white letters and then also when the dark web hacker writes those things he can he can erase his chats so like on the screen it'll like okay so every time the the dark web hacker says something right it'll display a little chat window with a black highlight with big bold white text in it saying like you know give me the money and uh, now or the the girl dies or whatever right and then though he deletes his texts and one by one those texts disappear as if like he's erasing them and as each one disappears they do this little shake thing and then they disappear and the facebook notification ping plays in reverse you know so it's kind of like if you're playing a record with music on it, you know, you're like, well, listen to it backwards. It's satanic, like that kind of thing. Like that's what they were doing. And it was so fucking stupid. Like this is written by somebody who doesn't understand the dark web at all and is just trying to inject a bunch of fear. Like that you can do something, you can do an interesting horror thing with the dark web. I'm not denying that, but like uh, you need to be... Uh, you need to be at least somewhat accurate with the fucking technology, you know? It needs to be grounded in some sort of reality or like a legitimate understanding of how it all works. And so what I want to do with Arby and the Chief is actually depict the dark web in a way that makes... not It's not going to make complete sense because obviously with Arby and the Chief, I'm taking big liberties with the plot and the circumstances, you know? Like... It's like at, like in my show I have all these cyber criminals like meeting up with each other on maps in reach to like have conversations that normally they wouldn't ever happen in real life. Like if those like if two, two cyber criminals in my show meet up in a, in a map on reach to talk to each other and then they drive away at the end in warthogs like that makes no fucking sense they don't have to do that but i do that for the sake of visuals right because i can shoot that like a movie and make it look cool but if they really wanted to exchange communication they wouldn't even need to hop on reach they would probably use a dark web irc or something you know um so so what i'm doing is i'm it's a it's a very careful line to walk, right? Where it's like, I want to make this as cinematic as I can, and sh- and and p- 
puppeteer the characters and stage action as if it's like an action movie, right? But then I'm also balancing that with the way the dark web actually works. So I'm, I'm trying to find a happy middle ground. So the stuff you're going to see in the episodes to come, it's not going to be entirely accurate because I'm going to obviously take some liberties with the plot and I'm going to suspend the disbelief of the audience quite a bit, but or require the audience for them to suspend their disbelief a considerable amount. But but uh, I think it'll I think it'll work what I'm doing, and I hope anyway. But anyway, yeah, that's so that's coming, and uh, it's all going to be released in relatively smaller parts relative to what you've been seeing so far. Um. But the plus side is that the content is going to be much more regular, right? So I want to get something every every Friday or Saturday. The plan is to have a portion of RB and the Chief, a new portion of RB and the Chief content done and ready to, to premiere. So that's the plan. Um, yes, Silk Road shut down, but that, that's the thing. They get replaced by another one almost immediately. And the replacement time is getting shorter the the window the time it takes for a site to replace a taken down market is getting shorter and shorter like it, it didn't even take a full 24 hours the whatever the last big one that was pulled down it, i think there's pretty if there's if there's not a silk road 3.0 now there was at one point there was silk road one and then silk road two and then that was pulled and then I think not the same day that it was taken down by law enforcement, Silk Road 3.0 came up because it's like there's this huge fucking market. We got all these customers. Let's get this site back online as quickly as we can. And they did. You know. Um, but anyway, so that's that's what's going on with that. So. So thank you, thank you. Back back to the super chats. Thank you, Dylan, for uh, for your support. Thank you, all you guys. Solar says, "Jog foam tabit." What does that mean? Speak English. <laughs> Thanks, Solar. Scorpion twelve says, "Do your best, Skylar Loveheart, Los Angeles impression." Hey, what's up, it's Skylar Loveheart? You guys want to come to Los Angeles? Los Angeles. Hey, I'm from Los Angeles. I talk like this in a perfectly natural Los Angeles voice. Uh. You do you can't forget that little head bobble either. Los Angeles. Um. Anyway, so there you go, Scorpion. Thank you. Captain Desi says, I'm here. Now the party can start, lol. Oh, Captain Desi's here, everybody. Now you can have fun, okay? You better not have been having fun before. Now is the time. Thanks, Captain Desi. Good to see you again, man. Thanks for the support. Jason D says, "Hey John, how much do you weigh?" Uh No matter what I say, 
immediately everybody's going to call me a fat ass on chat. That's just the way it goes. Because everybody's constantly trying finding an excuse to tear into me. Uh, what do I weigh? A hundred and... I haven't weighed myself in a while, but I think a hundred and fifty... Probably a hundred and... Between a hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty. I don't know. <clears throat> what a fat ass. Why don't you go eat more donuts, you fat fuck? Thanks, Jason D. Meow, meow, choco chow. Hey, buddy. John, your postmodernism rant was good shit. I enjoyed it. Hey, thank you. Thanks, one guy who liked liked my postmodernism. Th thank you. Me, even if you didn't agree with me, thank you for listening to what I had to say on my own podcast and saying a nice thing. Thank you. That's a very nice thing of you to do. Some of you guys need to take notes. Um, thanks, Meow Meow, Choco Chow. Trent's prolapsed starfish says, John! Exclamation mark. I know you haven't played Halo 5, but I assume that you know the whole Cortana is alive. The whole Cortona is alive. And the bad guy... Sp oh, the whole Cortana is alive and the bad guy spoiler. Yeah. Well, if I didn't, I would know now. <laughs> you weren't exactly playing it safe there, but uh, but whatever. Yeah, I know already. But uh, other people in this chat might know. But they probably don't care because everybody, all you guys think Halo 5 is a big piece of shit. Big flaming turd. That has literal AIDS injected into it with a syringe. Um, do you think this will affect Chief when he finally plays it? Oh, my Chief. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe. I got enough to think about with the plot. I'm not thinking about that part of the plot right now. That'll factor into the plot eventually. I haven't decided when exactly, but, uh, right now, right now I don't have it that Chief has an Xbox One or the Master Chief Collection, because I want to, I want, I got to keep the toys on reach, right? So, um, it's already a problem that, that they're, they're still playing on reach and not Halo 4, because Halo, because my Master Chief character knows that Halo 4 is there and playable, and it's the newest Halo game, so why wouldn't he? But I actually addressed that in the upcoming episode. I had it so... I have it so Chief starts off playing Halo 4 and he gets kicked. And he gets banned just from Halo 4, but he's still able to play Reach. So that's why Arbiter and Master Chief stay on Reach. Because there's, no, uh, there's no elites in Halo 4. So I can't have an accurate representation of on-screen representation of Arbiter if I use Halo 4. I gotta use Reach. And plus Reach, Reach has a... Compared to the other Halo games, I think Reach has a distinct cinematic quality to it right and i'm using it for cinema so it makes sense to use the most cinematic game out of the whole series right and the reason it is i think the most cinematic halo game is because this it's an emotional game i think it was created with that purpose right like it was an intentional prequel and it's a story where you know the end and it's tragic and reach gets blown up or glassed or whatever i can't i think that's what happens the planet gets glassed and you're 
army gets killed and you get killed in a last stand effort to kill aliens, which is actually really sweet. Like the last mission in Reach, you guys probably know this already, but like basically pits you against an infinite amount of guys deliberately because they know it's the end. Like it's, it's the end of the game, so you're supposed to die. And there's just an infinite amount of enemies and they get harder and harder and they, they shoot you constantly until you die. And that's the objective. And so there's an emotional sting to that, right? And so like the, the game, I think, was designed with that end point in mind. So uh, it makes sense that there's a particular cinematic quality, quality to it in that... Uh, like I think out of all the Halo games, it's it's the one where the the armor that all the characters are wearing looks the most worn and scratched and actually like armor plating. You know, like if in Halo Three, everyone just looks like a plastic action figure. You know what I mean? People ask me all the time while I st- why I still shoot in Reach. I'm like, isn't it fucking obvious? And plus, I like that the game runs... actually like that the game runs in 30 frames per second. Everyone now is just like, oh, you fucking plebe. Why don't you play in a, at 120 frames per second like, like me? Because you don't always need 120 frames per second, you fucking cunt. Okay? You stick your high-end PC up your fucking ass. Stop being such a pretentious cunt about frame rates. 30 is fine. I can play on 30. I can still kill people. The game's functional. You know? Just because the the frames per second isn't hyperspeed, I'm supposed to feel like I'm losing out. You know? And all the new Halo games, they run at a minimum of 60 now. It's just like, maybe I don't want everything to look so fucking hyper-smooth. Like everything's a daytime soap opera, you know, filmed at a high frame frame rate. Fuck, whatever. I probably just alienated everybody. They're all like, hi, you console scrub. You're so used to your 30 frames per second dog shit. While I'm playing at a hyper silky smooth 240 frames per second. Suck on that dick. Yeah, whatever. Good for you. Um, 30 frames per second is shit for fighting games, though. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I'm, I'm not... Uh, I think there is a tactical advantage, certainly, to high frame rates. But not enough to make me give a shit. Don't give a shit. Sorry. I mean, whether Halo 5 was running in 30 or 60 frames per second, I'm pretty sure I'd be killing people at the same rate, which is zero. Because <laughs> I just die all the time now. I lost all my Halo skills. I used to be good. Now I'm a scrub. I should just kill myself. It's the only it's the only solution. Anyway. Um, But uh, the frame rate in my case for filmmaking, sorry, a lower frame rate is still the way to go. Would you, 
I'm sure you would agree with me, right? You guys remember The Hobbit? When they released The Hobbit through theatrical theatrically at 60 frames per second and everyone was like fuck that was me in the theater you guys thought that was weird right how peter jackson at the time he was just like that's just the future of cinema you got to get used to it how about no <laughs> sorry 24 24 fps for film is still uh 23.97 if you want to get specific but uh that's still the frame rate i want for uh for making film content for sure the hobbit looked like a daytime tv drama because of the shitty frame rate that's what i just said i know the frame rate that's the whole thing we're fucking talking about here you guys even listening to me hello is anybody here? Is this thing on? Um, cinema standard is 24. I know. Who do you think you're talking to? Um, all right, let's move on here. Thanks, Meow Meow, Choco Chow. Oh, and Trent's Prolapse Starfish. That was the last one. Uh, Jason D says, Hey, John, top 10 hottest Sonic characters. Oh, uh, I'm not going there. No. Um, did you guys ever see that, that fan drawing with, uh, Shrek and pregnant SpongeBob and their child is Shadow the Hedgehog? <laughs> That's what that made me think of. That shit's hilarious. It's like, what the fuck? What are you thinking? Um. Anyway, yeah, pregnant SpongeBob. That's that's my vote for hottest, hottest Sonic character. Because SpongeBob's give birth to hedgehogs, right? That's how it works. Thanks, Trent. Jason, sorry. Jason D said that. Fuck. Okay. Captain Desi again says, you going to George Lucas the shit out of seasons one and two? No. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing a fucking thing to the video. People want me to reshoot seasons one and two. I'm just like, no. Why would I do that? Old things aren't inherently bad. Okay? Just because it's old footage, who cares? There's still a charm to it. You really want me to shoot the reshoot the old episodes so they're unrecognizable? Or would you rather watch the old episodes as you watched them years ago with the shitty low quality? I mean, that's that's the camp I'm in. You know? I don't I don't see the need for just reshooting the whole thing. But I do need to remix all the audio for the sake of uh, copyright violations. Because everyone's a stickler now for copyright. And the internet's not quite the Wild West it used to be when I was back... When I was a kid making dumb fucking movies. I got enough on my plate with the show already. Don't want to have to go back and reshoot all my old episodes. What about another ten years from now? Am I just supposed to shoot, reshoot all of seasons one to seven? 
Get the fuck out of here. Um, thanks, Captain Desi. Ross Graham says you're racist towards Russians, and you're and you commie hater. No, I am not racist. I'm not racist towards Russia. Russia is best. I am fan of Russia. I wish I knew the lyrics to that. Anyway. Um, thanks, Ross. Uh, MMM Studios 1000 says, Did you hear about them saying the Boba Fett movie is 100% dead? Filled me with joy. Oh. Okay, whatever. I mean, whether whether it doesn't come out or it does come out, either way, I'd just be like, whatever. Because I didn't go see Solo. I was kind of interested. But I thought, nah, nah. And, uh, but I was mildly, I was mildly interested in, well, I was, I was at first interested in Solo when I knew that, uh, what's those two fucking guys that were going to direct it? Phil, Phil something? Phil Lord, Phil and Spencer. I don't know. Those two fucking guys. They did Clone High. They were the guys behind Clone High. And they they did uh, the 21 Jump Street remake as well. And uh, I was excited for the solo movie because I heard those guys were doing it. And then they got fired off it for whatever fucking reason. And then they brought... Who directed Solo? Ron Howard? Was it Ron Howard? Do I have that right? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I lost interest. And then, but I heard John Favreau was, was doing the Boba Fett one. I was like, oh, well, I like John Favreau. Favreau. I like, I love the Iron Man movies. Uh, I liked Cowboys and Aliens had some problems, but I liked it. Um... I think he's a. He th I think he's a good filmmaker, and uh, I would have liked to. S I would have been interested to see a Boba Fett movie from him. But you know, they're not making it now, apparently. So, and I don't really give a shit. Phil Lord and Chris Miller. That's right. Yeah, those two guys. Philip DeFranco. Nice try. No, it was Ron Howard. Yeah. James Mangold was supposed to direct Boba Fett. Oh yeah, uh, Logan was fucking awesome. Um, so yeah, if, whatever James Mangold does, I, w I would definitely watch because I mean, he's in my book, he's proven his ability with Logan. That was what that was a terrific fucking movie. But, uh, yeah, I don't really give a shit about the new Star Wars movies. I mean, I might go see them if they come out. I guess I'll go see the third one. Who's doing who's doing the last one now? Or I say the last one. I mean, like, just the last of this trilogy. Is it still J.J. doing them? Or did they find another guy? J.J. did the first, and then they brought Rian on. And then every, there's this huge backlash, and Disney hates Rian now. And then they're they're doing away with all his ideas. And I think they're just going back to basics. And now they want to play it safe again, so they're bringing back J.J. again, I guess. 
Good old J.J. I like J.J. Abrams, but uh, he's he's a safe director, I think. You're not going to get anything too ambitious or ballsy with him, I think. But he makes he makes functional cinematic entertainment, entertaining action movies. You know, that's what I think. Um. All right. Oh, okay. Uh, thanks, thanks, mm, Studios One Thousand. Uh, discount Gumshoe. Uh, implication cape shit. Um, what were we talking about that was cape shit related? Whatever. I like cape shit. I want to. I want to. I'll go see the new. I'm more excited for the new Avengers movie than I'll, than the new Star Wars movie. I'll say that much. I I uh, I really enjoyed Infinity War. That was a good time at the theater for me. I thought my ass would hurt, and my ass did hurt, and I had to piss real bad at the end. But because uh, these movies are too fucking long now. But uh, it was a fun two and a half hours. It was a long run time, but I never felt bored. The only reason I wanted it to end was so I could go piss and I wouldn't miss anything. And you can't really, you can't really go and take a piss from that movie without missing a beat, and I didn't want to. So, but anyway, I'll go see the next one, even if it's a bunch of pro wham and stuff. I feel like it's just, I feel like the next Avengers is going to be like SJW the movie, basically, where. Whammons save everyone. And the moral of the story at the very end is going to be like, always believe women. And then the hashtag believe women will come up just before the credits roll. <laughs> uh, I hope that doesn't happen. Respect whammon. 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 Respect Huaman. Believe Huaman. Um, Slider Turtle says, John, please put your lips around the foam while doing the peace sign on both hands and crossing your eyes. It's for research purposes. Don't worry. Oh, research. Oh. Oh. No. Sorry, but no. I put the lips around the foam once already. I'm just supposed to do it every time now. Whenever you guys say, like I'm a fucking monkey. Dance, monkey, dance. I sent you a super chat. That means you gotta do what I say. Yeah. No. No, I will not put my lips on the foam. I will not put my lips on this bright red, delicious looking apple-like foam tip. No. Gotta draw the line somewhere. No means no. Um, thanks, Slider Turtle. General General V E. General V General V. I do this with your username all the time, don't I? I've done it before, I remember. Sorry I keep saying it wrong, but uh when I'm when reading something and it doesn't I don't know how to phonetically say it. I don't know what to tell you. You're not making it easy for me. 
Uh, when will quote unquote John find out that his toys are alive? Uh, that's a spoiler. I'm not telling you. Um, you'll just have to wait and see. Poglins for life says, would you ever consider re-uploading Digital Fear's Guide to Machinima and It's a Wonderful Life? Yeah, I'll, I'll re-upload those, sure. But uh, one thing at a time, eh? Let's let's finish off Arbing the Chief first. Let's get some parts of the new episode rolling and released, and then we'll we'll look into some other older content. General V says that's a yes then. You asked me when. That's not a yes or no question, okay? Okay. Um Meow Meow Choco Chow says, Do you accept Halo toy donations for new characters? Uh no. I'm not I'm not doing this thing where it's like I'm not just going to invent new characters and introduce them into my plot line just because somebody sends me a, a figure. Um, I got a very... It's a very complex uh, narrative that I have formed and I don't want to fuck too much with it. I don't certainly don't want to add any new characters, but I appreciate uh, the thought. And I did that whole thing a long time ago and I learned my lesson. That whole, like, the Todd and Travis thing and... Like, I let the audience decide their fate. And looking back on that, it's just like, what the fuck am I doing? It's kind of like that. Did you guys hear about that Netflix thing where Netflix is, like, letting it, its audience, its user base decide how Netflix shows end? Like, to me, that is just the dumbest fucking thing ever. It's like, the audience aren't storytellers. What the fuck do they know about t telling us, giving a satisfying ending to a show? You know what I mean? It would just be something stupid, like everybody dies at the end. You know? Everybody blows up in a big explosion Nobody that wasn't set up and nobody saw coming. I don't think you should be... If you're an artist, you shouldn't let your audience decide what your work is. It's your job as the artist to make the art to follow your creative drives. And if the audience doesn't like it, that's fine. But uh, that's on you for not making a compelling enough product. You know? If you're doing it right, you'll make something that's compelling. You know? That's all good writing is. You know? I got, I got a, I remember getting in an argument with this dude on the web. It wasn't exactly an argument. It was more of a friendly exchange, but he got kind of annoying. I, I had said that Grand Theft Auto, this was when Grand Theft Auto 4 had just came out. And I said GTA 4 had good writing. And this guy was online, was giving me a hard time. I knew him kind of semi-personally. I talked to him on like an IRC thing. And uh, he was just like, yeah, GTA 4 has good writing. Yeah, sure. Like that kind of tone. And he was saying like, he was, he was implying that I was implying that, um, that 
Grand Theft Auto 4 has better writing than great literature. Like, his case was basically like, Grand Theft Auto 4 doesn't have good writing. What about this book? And what about that book written by this great author or that great author? I'm just like, okay. I mean, yeah, sure. Those are great books. I haven't read them, but I've heard they're great books. They're great literature. Fine. But does that mean Grand Theft Auto 4 is badly written? Like, okay, maybe it's not award-winning writing material, but it's good writing as far as it creates... It's a story with strong characters that say things that are believable coming out of those characters' mouths. And that's really all you have to do. That's what good writing is, essentially, right? Because stories are always about people, right? That's what storytelling is. It's telling stories about your interactions with other people. Or man man versus man, man versus nature, or man versus himself. Those are like the, the three basic narrative starting points you can go from right and good writing doesn't necessarily mean that you know you need to have a russian last name you know or be a guy from like a previous century you know or constantly write sentences that are complex and use big words and that are you know you know profound prophetic kind of like uh like not every sentence has to be profound that's what i'm saying all good writing requires is that you create strong characters and have them behave in a way those characters would actually if they were real. And then you make those characters interact in meaningful ways and in a way that they are vehicles of different themes, right? And then the whole story works to bring one grand theme to light at the end of the whole story, right? That's, that's good writing. That's all good writing is essentially. That this guy was giving me a hard time because GTA 4 wasn't the fucking... It wasn't Dostoevsky, so that means it wasn't good writing. It's like, go fuck yourself, you pretentious cunt. You know? Why don't you stop playing video games altogether and just, you know, tuck yourself into a good book, you know? Go Go grab Crime and Punishment off the shelf and stick it up your cornhole. Anyway... Uh, um, what am I doing? Um, Captain Desi says, don't fuck with Mother Russia, John. Mother Russia. Mother Russia is best Russia. I'm bad at the Russian accent, in case you haven't noticed. I could do Michael Kide. I could do Cockney. Cockney accent. Like this. But Michael Kide. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Um, all right, let's move on here. Supersonic Speedy Suicide says, Now this is what I pay to see. Holy shit. You're just dropping a shitload today, Supersonic, aren't you? Well, hey, thanks for that. 69 Duel is there. 69. Oh, that's cheeky of you. Look at this guy. Look at this badass over here. Clearly, Supersonic has the biggest dick today. I mean, if you actually measured it with a ruler, it would it would be the biggest. That's what it looks like to me. Thanks, Supersonic. Solar says, name a wing of the death camps after me. <laughs> uh, Solar? 
it's a weird name to call a wing of my death camp. I want to call it something really sinister. I remember uh, the the real uh, the real concentration camps. Or one of them, at least one of them. It said at the top, like and the, at the front entrance, like above the front entrance, there is letters that read. Uh, it wasn't in English, but in English it translates to uh, labor is freedom, I think. And I, when I heard that, I was like, fuck, man. That's diabolical. It's it's genius, really. But like so sinister, sinister genius. You know, it's like it's so fucking evil. But like it makes sense. Work will set you free. That was it. Yes. Hard work will set you free. Like, fuck, dude. That's crazy. Imagine if this whole regressive left thing took over and all of us rational individuals are put back into concentration camps and then we're all funneled through the front entrance and as you're shuffling through single file, you're looking up at the front entrance and you read that above the, the main gate. Hard work will set you free. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Anyway, it's coming. It's coming. Don't worry. The camps are coming. And I'm going to be sat in there in a, in a camp with the rest of you guys. Doing backbreaking labor. Hoping I don't get sh shot in the back of the head or incinerated. Anyway. Diversity is our strength. <laughs> yes, there you go. There's the slogan. There's the slogan for the Death Camps 2.0 that are coming later. Diversity is our strength. Diversity will set you free. Anyway. Uh, let's move on here. Um... Mr. Mr. The G Demon. Oh, sorry. No, wait. Poglins for Life sends $2 for the death camps. Oh, well, thank you for funding my death camps. I appreciate that. Hopefully, I, I need a lot of funding, guys, because I need to build my death camps before the regressive leftists build their death camps. And hopefully my death camps will be... My death camps will occupy so much land surface area that they won't even have any room to build their death camps. So, and I'll just put all the regressive leftists into my death camp and kill them. Okay. So, so everybody wins. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, isn't Auschwitz hilarious? It's, isn't that just fertile ground for comedy? Um, Mr. The G Demon says, Job, I'm sick. Give me your Canadian semen to heal me. I'm just supposed to give you my semen. My semen's a valuable resource. How am I supposed to deliver it exactly? In a jar? Like you just want one sample? You want me to like jizz every day into a into a like a jam jar? 
and just send that over to you. So you have a lifetime supply. A lifetime supply of Canadian semen. Sounds delicious. Um, Meow Meow Choco Chow says, John takes a piss, I take another shot. Fuck. I know this comment was talking about the last time I pissed, but I actually have to piss again now. But I'm not going to go... It's not too bad yet. I'm not going to leave just yet, but I will leave uh, soon. I'm almost wrapped up with these super chats. Um, Kirkland Signature says, you drink crap beer. Thanks. Didn't I already get that? Didn't I already address that one? Kokanee's all right. What do you want me to be drinking? Some other brand of piss water? It's all the same. I I know it's not all the same, but... uh, I don't exactly love the taste of beer, whatever it is, you know? So, when someone hands me a beer, doesn't matter what beer it is. I'm like, yeah, sure. I don't give a fuck what type it is. I mean, it's just, it's kind of a chore no matter what type it is. Like, Stella Artois is my favorite beer, but I still don't love the taste of it because it's still beer. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, Scott with the afro who yell fuck for anything. <laughs> hey, Job. Nice to finally be able to catch a live and throw money at your face. Love when you talk politics and things and stuff. Really deep and true most of the time. Following Arby and the Chief since I'm 13. You guys you guys like it how I'm reading your super chats in a weird with a weird cadence to make it seem like you wrote it weird? Like hey job, nice to finally be able to catch a live and throw money at your face. Love when you talk politics and things and stuff. Really deep and true most of the time. Following RB in chief since I'm 13, 23 now. Love your work. Never stop. Hello from France. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. I appreciate that, man. Very nice of you, dude. From France. Le France. Are you from Gay Paris? Captain Desi says, Your thoughts on Grant McDonald's Ram Ranch? What the fuck is that? What's Grant McDonald's Ram Ranch? That sounds like some kind of sodomy camp. (laughs) Who the fuck is Grant McDonald? Is that Ronald McDonald's pervert brother? Yeah, I don't know who that dude is. Uh, Sorry, Captain Desi. Maybe someone else can shed light on who uh, Grant McDonald... Grant McDonald's Ram Ranch. Ruth... Ruth DeCorth... Oh, Roth... Ruth... Roth DeCorthon says... Sure, Roth? Sure, Roth... What the flarg? <laughs> what are you talking about? Some of these chats make no sense. 
Thanks, Roth. Appreciate it, buddy. Varsk says, Master Chief Sucks at Halo 3 was the first video I ever watched on YouTube. Thanks for all the entertainment you've given throughout the years. Hey, you're welcome. Look at that. A nice comment that makes sense and isn't rude. Um, thanks, buddy. Roth Dec Roth Decorthon again says, Yeah, I rap. Respect all pedophiles. Do you rap? <laughs> oh, I see. R-A-P. Yeah, I rap too. I'm a big rapper. I talked to a SoundCloud rapper a few weeks ago. Uh, it was a little longer than that. It was at a party. And this, gay, this guy came up to me. And he was telling me about how he was a SoundCloud rapper. And he was trying to build a following on Instagram. And he was just starting out. So, like... Ah, fuck. You know, like, if... If you're a SoundCloud rap rapper, if you tell me you're a SoundCloud rapper, fine. Like, you might be really good. I don't know. But when someone like that st immediately starts talking in a way that suggests that they're obsessed purely with the analytics of YouTube, where it's like, yeah, how many clicks do you make in a day? You know, like, how many views do you average? You know, it's just, it's all about like the... It's all about the technic. I hear all this shit about the technicality of how YouTube works and how these social media things work, and how the and these people are so fixated on the numbers, right? They're like, I got this many subscribers, I got this many followers, and it's like to them, that's like a measure of how good they are at what they do, you know, or they see it that way, and. You know, I, I don't care what you say you are. Like, if you're... I mean, everyone laughs at, like, SoundCloud rappers because it's, like, kind of lame or whatever. And most SoundCloud rappers suck. But, like, if you were to come up to me and tell me you're a SoundCloud rapper, I would give you the benefit of the doubt and say, hey, you might be really good. But, like, as, lo as long as you're, you talk in a way that it seems like you care about the content you're creating and it's not just about numbers for you. I fucking hate that when they just talk about the numbers. And so he's just going on and on about his Instagram followers and how hard it is to, like, get followers going. And, you know, I wish the dude luck, but it's just, like, like, if you want, if you want success, you got to stop focusing on that shit. You got to start focusing on the good, making good stuff. That's how you get, you get subscribers by not thinking about the subscribers. You, you're just thinking about making the good content, which brings the subscribers in. So the stuff they're fixated on is a natural symptom of making stuff that's good that people want to see, to absorb, whatever the content is, right? And so he was telling me his Instagram followers and he was like like it, he didn't even he didn't even break like 100 at that point, I don't think. So he's just like, "Yeah, I'm just starting out." I'm like, "Hey, that's cool, man." And then he says uh he asked me how many subscribers I was like, he's like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I have a YouTube channel. He's like, how many subs do you have? I'm like, I'm like, uh, 80,000. And he almost shit a brick. He almost passed out right there. Uh, he was just like, oh, how the fuck did you get that many subscribers, dude? I'm just like, well, that's some, that's something I've been cultivating for a long time. That wasn't just instantaneous. I worked hard. I worked my ass off to get those subscribers, you know?
You just got to like work hard doing stuff you like and you think is the shit. And people will just, they'll come and see it. And then you don't even have to worry about the analytics and the numbers and shit. Because that'll just come. You know? So, pro tip. If you're a content creator, no matter what it is, just focus on making good shit. And hopefully you're in that you're in that field because you care about making that type of content and you're not just in it for building an, a following, you know? Everybody's so obsessed with having a following. I'm very grateful to have a following, but I fucking earned it. And I know I make good shit. I know I'm good at what I do. And it's not... It wasn't easy for me to reach the place where I can confidently say that either. I know that's a big, that's a pretty tall order to say, you know, like, like it sounds egotistical. That's what I'm trying to say. So I'm good at what I do, but I've been good. I've been doing it long enough. I know I'm fucking good at it. I know I'm a good editor. I know I can cut videos and trailers at like a Hollywood level. And, you know, you just evolve your skills and you produce good shit and people just come and, and watch it, you know? Anyway. There you go. Uh, let's move on here. All right. Um, what are we doing now? Oh, by the way, uh, premiere for the first part of uh, the next episode of Season 8 is at 7 o'clock PST. It's 6.09 PST right now, so... In 50 minutes time. The podcast will end shortly before that. And then I'm going to direct you guys to the watch page for the premiere. Okay. How many of you guys are familiar with the, the YouTube premiere feature? You guys know how it works? It's it's like a brand new thing. So maybe some of you don't. But uh, um, basically that... the the page that the premiere is going to be shown on because I've published it to be premiered today. It's now a public watch page that I can give you guys the link to, and you guys can gather on that page as early as you want, like as a community, as a fan community of mine and chat amongst yourselves. And then, uh, when it comes time for the video to air at and it's, the time it's been published to release on there'll be a two minute countdown and then that's automated by youtube that's generated by youtube that counts down from two minutes to zero and then everyone in the chat watches the same video at the same time so that's how that works and so i have the premiere for the first part of arby and the chief ready to go just a warning it's not long okay it's not it's i don't want to set you guys up to expect another hour like last time. I mean, the full episode that I have in a script, it's like an hour, but I'm releasing it in parts. So this first part is just around six minutes, I think. That's without credits. Without credits, it's about six minutes. of uh, It's a six-minute sequence. And then that's going to be followed by a series of other parts that will comprise the full episode eventually. And then when all the parts are released, the full episode will be compiled together and released as one unit one video okay so it's not going to be a long video but it's an important 
it's an important scene that's key to the plot and it's well shot and I spent a lot of time thinking about it. There's not much dialogue, but it's carefully written and considered and uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. So there's that. So I'll actually, I'll give you guys the the link right now. So what I'm about to, I'm going to post a link in the chat for this room right now and it's the public watch page for the premiere that's going to start in uh, just over 45 minutes. So, so there you go. There's the link posted in the chat. So you guys, you guys can gather there. Now you can, you can have the tab open now if you want, or you can just jump in there whenever, when this podcast ends, which will be before the premiere. And then you can chat amongst yourselves on that page until seven o'clock PST. And that's when the video will play for it for everybody at the same time. So so there you go, okay? Um, I hope you guys like it. I really do. And I hope you're not too sore that it's short. I hope you guys are okay with the with the new plan. I mean, the, the whole idea is that... I mean, the whole reason I'm doing this because I feel like shit because I feel like I'm not fulfilling my obligations to you guys. And I don't want you guys to feel like that and I want to stop feeling bummed out all the time. And so... If I'm releasing regular content, even if it's relatively short than what I usually put out, at least fans are getting regular content and I feel like I'm accomplishing a lot every week. You know what I mean? So I want to, I want to at least try it out. I'll probably end up sticking with it. But I mean, if there's any major problems, I'll, I'll, I'll look into it. But uh, I hope you guys are on board and I hope you guys enjoy it. Okay. And make sure, make sure you click your notification bell and whatever the fucking thing. You know the thing. The bell. Like, you, you got to subscribe to me and click the notification bell and make sure. Like, just go into your fucking YouTube settings and make sure, like, you're getting all the notifications that you want. Right? So, depending on how you've got it set, when I set a video to premiere... You will be notified, I think, like a half hour before it premieres. And then you'll get another notification when the video starts playing, when it's made available. And, uh, yeah. Okay. So, so there you go. So that's at 7. So uh, stay tuned for that. So let's, let's finish up Super Chats here because I don't have much more time. And uh, I've got a party I want to go to later tonight as well. Um, Halloween patty. Gonna get my patty on. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go piss real quick. Sorry, guys. I know it's annoying. But, uh, I will be right back. And, uh, when I come back, we'll finish off the super chats. And then we'll do... We'll talk about something else to fill the time. I don't know what exactly, but, uh, we'll figure that out later. Be right back, guys. Thanks. Welcome back. Thanks, everybody. I hope you guys have been enjoying this show so far. A um, couple quick things I want to say about the upcoming premiere that I forgot to mention. 
Um, so, um, out of all you guys in the chat, oh, can someone tell me how many viewers we're at, by the way? Just out of curiosity. Two hundred. Shit. Well, that's just great. Awesome. Okay. Well, how many? How many of you have seen season seven of Arby and the Chief? You understand the plot. You've seen the whole thing. You know how it ends. Is there anybody who hasn't seen season seven? They don't know what it's about. Okay, so this, uh, the premiere of this upcoming part that you're about to see at seven tonight, uh, um, it's actually, it's a flashback and it's a scene that takes place immediately after a scene, a certain scene in season seven. So the scene takes place in 2013 and it's a flashback. And it takes place immediately after a certain scene in season seven leaves off. So that's all I'll say. Just because uh, I don't, you might be confused. Yeah, I know how fascinating. Yeah, there's totally not any sarcasm in that. I'm just saying so you won't be too confused at the beginning. You might be like, wait, what is this season seven? Like, what am I, what am I watching here? So just know it's a flashback and but it's an, it actually addresses a a plot hole that people have been giving me some shit for. So pe people have been saying that I missed a thing with the plot in season 8 so far. I missed a detail. Well, this scene actually addresses that. I'm not going to say what it is, but I I I fixed it in this flashback. So So there you go. Um, so anyway, oh, and by the way, I'm also going to be, I'm going to be with you in the chat when it premieres. So the podcast will be over by then, but I will be in the chat watching it with you guys. Cause I want to see what you guys think. So please try to be nice. Okay. Don't call me names. Um, and I hope you like it. All right. Uh, let's finish, let's finish off super chats here. Oh Jesus. Um Natef. Hillary Clinton is a goddamn Oh, I gotta read this in an Alex Jones voice, don't I? Hillary Clinton is a goddamn demon. <laughs> uh there you go. Did you guys hear that somebody tried to bomb her and uh Obama, apparently? Apparently both of them were in a bombing attempt and I was like what both of them what, do they share the same fucking mailbox or something or is it two separate bombs how does that work I was like what when did they find this bomb exactly I mean d did Obama pick it up and just like shake it and hear a bunch of ticking inside oh uh, Hillary I think this one's for you 
You better open this one, Hillary. I got I got a good feeling. I think you're going to like this one. <laughs> uh, anyway, they caught the guy, didn't they? Or is it fake news? Oh, fuck. I don't know what f- what's fake and real anymore. That was real, right? The bomb thing? It was some psycho asshole. Nice Obama impression. Yeah, I know it sucks. Shut up. <laughs> um. All right, all right. Uh, let's move on. Tech Junkie Seven Five Eight says Metal Gear Solid is twenty years old. Did you play it? What Metal Gear One? Yeah, of course. That game's the shit, man. Um, I didn't. The only one I didn't beat was Metal Gear Solid Two. Which uh, people are pretty people have a pretty mixed reception of that one, right? Because you know, out of nowhere, you had to play as Raiden, and everyone was like, "Who the fuck is this pretty boy asshole?" We're a solid snake, goddammit. Anyway, and uh, Snake Eater was fucking amazing. People had some problems with the fourth one, but I really liked it, and I loved the fifth one. Even though people like to shit on that now for some reason. I spend too much time on V. Everyone everyone on there shitting on Red Dead now. Good luck trying to give, trying to praise Red Dead on that thread or on that forum. But that's, that's just, that's just typical V, right? You got a best-selling AAA video game that everyone loves. So of course V hates it. That's what they do. They 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 put a screenshot of the highly re- received reputed game and then in the text it says buyer's remorse. And then, you know, everyone takes the bait. They're just like, "Oh, you fucking asshole, you don't know what you're talking about. Why don't you keep playing your Nintendo Switch, you fucking soy cuck?" Anyway. Uh let's move on here. Uh thanks Tech Junkie. Thank you, all you guys. Dylan Colson says, have you seen the new Halloween movie, John? Yeah, I saw it. I liked it. It was okay. Um, I thought it was very good. Very good sequel to the original. Ontario's pot website is shit and not up to par. <laughs> Ontario's pot website? What's what's that? Anyway. Uh, the new Halloween movie. Yeah, I liked it. Um, good... Good, decently written, good director. Uh, pretty predictable movie. Um, I mean, I don't want to spoil it or anything, but as soon as you see, as soon as you see Jamie Lee Curtis's like compound, it's immediately obvious. It's like, okay, there's the, the third act set piece, right? Or, you know, Michael's going to follow her back to the house and then there's going to be a action scene at the house. Like a cat and mouse thing. But it was good. Um, there's this uh, there's this one neighborhood scene where it's just... It's almost a oneer, Where the camera just follows Michael Myers walking around the neighborhood on Halloween murdering people one after another. And it lasted a few minutes. And it was so good. And I wanted more of that. I just wanted literally like a 10-20 minute oneer of just... Michael Myers murdering the shit out of everybody, like one after another. That would have been fucking amazing. Like a 10 minute one single shot take where Michael Myers is just going in one house after another and killing everybody. 
That would be fucking awesome. I so I wanted more. I wanted a big. I wanted a bigger oneer that was like that. The one in the movie wasn't exactly a oneer because there was a cut, right? You see, the, you you follow the camera follows the kids, right? And then the kids bump into Michael, and then the camera tilts up to reveal Michael in a in a medium shot, and then Michael turns and walks. The camera follows him, and he picks up a hammer. And that's where the video cuts and it goes to another shot. But then the shot that immediately follows is another, it's similar to a oneer. It's shot in a similar way. And I was just like, fuck, I, I wish this was all an actual oneer and it, that it was way longer. Um, other than that, uh, good movie. Good. Uh, it wasn't that, wasn't really scary, but uh, it's hard for horror movies to really scare me these days. I saw Hereditary. I loved the shit out of that movie. I thought it was great. A bunch of people in the chat convinced me it was dog shit, but I actually thought it was cool. What the fuck is wrong with you people? I loved uh, Hereditary. Great horror movie. The tension doesn't let up in that movie for a second. It's very, uh, it's very clever. That that uh, that script. But anyway. Um. <clears throat> So, what are we doing? Okay, let's move on to, uh, thanks, Dylan. Uh, Dice says, hey, John, how would Chief and Arby react to 4chan and Reddit? I was thinking of a segment for the podcast called Hypothetical Situations Featuring Arby and the Chief. It could be a small random skits of a sit. Um... Uh, 4chan and Reddit have been mentioned in the show before. Uh, I just, I try not to talk about them too much. Because, you know, if I say Reddit too much, everybody's going to think I'm like, I'm really into Reddit or whatever, or I'm making too much fun of Reddit, so I'm going to get backlash from the Reddit guys. And if I say 4chan too much, everyone's just going to like, um... I don't know. I just, I don't want to like people get it, you know, like there's a lot of that kind of deeply cynical humor. There's a lot of that that goes into the show, you know, and like the fact is I've been immersed in the 4chan forum since since I graduated high school. So I'm I'm very familiar with that volatility and hostility and that just pitch black sense of humor. Right. And so I think. In uh, the uh, in the story, I think Arbiter would go on Reddit some and sometimes 4chan, and I think Master Chief would think Reddit was gay, and that 4chan was the best, and everyone on 4chan is a genius, <laughs> which is wrong, obviously, but that's what he would think of it. I think, you know. There's a lot of smart fucking people on 4chan. Don't get me wrong, but uh, they're not all geniuses. There's a shit ton of them that are fucking retarded trolls, too. But I, th I think Arbiter would be a Reddit guy. Even though I'm not a Reddit guy. I barely go on Reddit. Unless I'm researching something in particular. In some cases, Reddit can be a really good uh, source of info on something. You know? where you, you get a bunch of uh, personal accounts on something, you know? I, accounts as in, like, 
people telling their stories about a particular subject, you know, or, or whatever, right? Um, but anyway, there you go. Uh, John never graduated. <laughs> That's your username? Are you talking about me? I graduated. What's your opinion on Justin Trudeau? Commies. Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> I love Justin Trudeau because I'm Canadian. I just want to tear his clothes off and slather his sexy body in oil. And and rub frozen strawberries on his nipples. And then French kiss him with lots of tongue. And say, oh, Justin Trudeau. I love you, Trudeau. I love, just like I love all fellow Canadians, but I love you the most because you're our leader. Uh, uh, mm. <laughs> That's me tonguing his ass, by the way. Tongue punching his fart box, let's just say. Uh, mm. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, I love Trudeau. He's great. He's not a total pussy cuck at all. <laughs> Uh. Oh fuck. Uh ah shit. I don't have much time but, but and there's still super chats to finish, but there's this email I got that I really wanted to show you guys. Uh we might not have time to get to it tonight, but uh it's so funny. It was basically this concerned fan that was concerned that uh through my show and my podcast I am basically cultivating a audience of far-right, alt-right, uh, essentially 4chan poltard trolls. That's what he regards you guys as. And, uh, and that he, he was concerned that I and my fans were fans of Jordan Peterson without, without saying any evidence as to why liking Jordan Peterson or even listening to him was a bad thing. And uh, I laughed my ass off. And so I wanted to read that to you guys and talk about that a little bit, you know? Where, like, he was, he, one of the reasons I apparently was cultivating an audience of poltards was that I used the word cuck too much. And I'm just like, dude, I didn't reply to him because I wanted to talk about it on here. But it's like, cuck is a word like anything else. You know, it, it's a word that has a has a literal definition. And in some cases, it is actually an accurate word to use. It's not just a troll buzzword that only us trolls use, us racist trolls. Like, uh, you know those Kavanaugh protests? There was footage of that one guy and he was wearing a t-shirt that says men are trash. That's a fucking cuck, Okay. Somebody who's willing to completely debase not only himself, but his entire gender along with him. You know? A man wearing a Men Are Trash t-shirt. It's like, good job. You just flushed yourself and half the human population down the toilet. Good job. You fucking idiot. So we need the word cuck to describe some people. And it is an accurate term to describe people who debase themselves. You know? I'm not just saying cuck for the fuck of it. I'm the one... I should be complaining because everyone's calling me a fucking cuck all the time. And I do whine about it. 
but I'm not really serious when I do. I mean, I know it's just jokes and whatever. And I think it's stupid as fuck. Like when people just throw the word cuck around without really paying attention to what it actually means. But, uh, whatever. Long story short, you guys are all alt-right poltards. <laughs> so stop being racist or else. Um, Anyway, uh, Tech Junkie Seven Five Eight. When is Film and You Volume Two coming out? Uh, it's a possibility. Let's uh, let's focus on Arby and the Chief for now. Um. Um. Thanks, Tech Junkie. Supersonic. Sp I'm glad you're a fan of Cameron Shuttersnap. I am too. I would like to bring that character back for sure. Uh, supersonic speedy suicide. Shit, John, you slim, thick. Am I thick? Am I am I thick with two C's, you guys? Does my ass look big? I've been doing pretty good with weight, I think. I've been doing okay. I've been watching my weight. Trying to. Uh, anyway. Uh, Luna with a hat says, Will Chief explain why recons isn't cool anymore? Um, yeah, yeah, I'll write that into it at some point. I just figure enough is enough, you know, like, like eventually Chief would stop using recon because there's no novelty, novelty to it anymore. Back in Halo 2, it was Halo 2, right? Back in Halo 2, like, it was a novelty item that Bungie only exclusively gave out, so... It had this value that it doesn't have anymore because it's it's a I think it's actually a a default thing that's just not default but it's available at the beginning I think Halo 3 was it the third oh yeah it was the third one shit I forgot yes Halo 3 I remember now why did I think Halo 2 I don't know um because Halo 2 had ar armor customization, didn't it? Or maybe not permutations or different helmets or anything, but it, it let you change. It gave you... That was... Halo 2 gave you two colors. Halo 1, it was one color. Halo 2, it was two colors. And then Halo 3 had the permutations. Is that right? I don't fucking know. No, it didn't. Okay, apparently I'm wrong about everything. Sorry. I just won't say anything ever. <laughs> um, let's move on here. Epic face palm. Yeah, I'm such a lamo from for not knowing all this shit. Who cares? Fucking bullshit. Uh, Kitatus Nimtotrin. What the fuck is with these names? John, are you going as Foam for Spooktober? Sp spooky Spooktober. This is my outfit. Bad News Bears, baby. Uh, number 12. That was, if you've watched the 1979 film Bad News Bears, uh, the kid with the 12 jersey is Tanner Boyle. And he's the basically the kid in the movie that says all the funniest and uh, also all the racist shit. And uh, so, yeah. Oh, I, I should show you the back, too. So the whole gag of this jersey is that uh, the the jersey sponsor is uh, not is unflattering, right? So I'll show you the back of it.
Chico's Bail Bonds, Let Freedom Ring. So the gag in the movie was that like all the other kids, other kids had jerseys that were sponsored by either Pizza Hut or Denny's because those two franchises were fucking huge back then. And then the Bears had this. This was like the third, you know, the rule of thirds comedy thing where it's like you see one thing, you see another thing, and then the third thing is ridiculous. This was the third shot, the Chico's Bail Bonds thing. Anyway. Bad News Bears. Good-ass movie. Go watch it if you haven't seen it. Seriously. I know it's old, but it is fucking good, and it's funny, and it's actually thematically powerful. It's a, it's a good movie with a good lesson in it. Uh, anyway. Thanks, dude. Uh, Der, Der Grobman says, Love your videos, man, though you would like, thought you would like this. What's this, a blog link? What the fuck is this? Some guy's blog? Okay, well, I'm not reading this right now. But uh, if there's something funny about it that I'm missing, uh, let me know. Uh, Miss Davids says, if it was up to you, what would you have done with Todd and Travis? Um, fuck, I don't know. I think I would have just killed them anyway. I mean, thankfully the fans decided to kill them off, I think, but, uh, I would have just killed them anyway because, I mean, I, I introduced them because I thought they would benefit the show, but they just didn't. I don't think so anyway, but there you go. Uh, Captain Desi, uh, more fucking links. Tell me what the links are. Anarchy Weekend, a face full of freedom. It's like a gaming forum. That's cool, I guess. <laughs> I'll, uh, is there a particular reason I should be looking at these links? Anyway, thanks, dude. Thanks, guys. That guy who's Australian. Hey, buddy. Nice to see you again. Uh, what do you think of Tarantino moving on to novels after he's done making movies? I'm kind of excited because he's obviously a great writer. I didn't actually know he was doing that. And uh, it's nice to hear that he still has plans to create content in some form uh, when he's done with movies. Even though I wish he wouldn't be done with movies. I think he should... He should keep making movies until he's dead. But you know, he's he's made uh he's made a shitload of good stuff and he should be able to retire whenever the fuck he wants. So, but uh as long as he keeps putting out movies, I'll go watch him cuz he's good at that. Anyway, thanks guys. Thank you uh guy who is Australian. Where are you from by the way? Uh, Jason D says, if Machinima agreed to pay the remaining 3000 they owe you, but only if they circle around you and throw crumbled up dollars at you, would you accept? Uh, well, I'm just supposed to stand there and they just throw the money at me. That's the condition. It's not some kind of walk Game of Thrones walk of shame thing, is it? Where I have to be naked. And they say mean things. 
I don't know. Uh, I really don't know. I would probably just go tell them to go fuck themselves, and I just ask Kirkland for three grand instead. <laughs> you hear that, Kirkland signature? So uh, get to work on sending me that transfer whenever you can. Um, Daniel X Nye says hi, John. Been a fan since two thousand eight. Love your new stuff. Hey, thank you, buddy. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Madcap Productions says, Hey, John, been a huge fan of RB and the Chief. Made my wait for Halo 3. Made my wait for Halo 3 Reach and High School Years unforgettable. Also, what are your favorite horror movies? Um, well, first of all, that's great, man. Um, fuck, man. I remember... I was in high school when Halo 3 Reach came out as well. <laughs> Halo 3 Reach. I actually said that seriously. Fuck. Halo... It was Halo 3. That it was. I was in high school when that came out. I remember that. Because I remember I got the big... Uh, the helmet special edition thing. Um, Reach. Fuck. When did that come out? How long after Halo 3? That was after it was after Halo 3, right? And then ODST. Or did Halo ODST come first and then Reach? I don't fucking remember. I think it was ODST first. Halo 3 Reach. <laughs> uh what are my favorite horror movies? Uh The Exorcist uh 70s um, Rosemary's Baby. Uh, what are some more modern ones? Um, fuck, there's this, uh, there's this image on floating around the TV board on 4chan. I, I'm always on TV. And it's like, it's this image that gets shared. And at the top it says, Soy, Soy Horror 2.0. Uh, and underneath that, it says Estrogen Edition. And it has the covers of all these horror movies that are quote-unquote soy horror. But I actually like those movies. Like, every one of those movies is listed on the, the, the thing is good. But it's just like, everyone on 4chan likes to gather all the really good things and just label them for soy cucks or whatever bullshit, right? Just trolling, essentially what it is. But, um... But there's a bunch on there that are my favorites. Uh, Baba Duke is, I think, is one of my favorite ones. There's, uh, there's, uh, fuck, is it Korean? Korean or Japanese? There's a horror movie called Noroi: The Curse. It's like a false, it's a, it's a false documentary film. That's really good. Uh, really creepy. Um, what else? Fuck. Horror movies, horror movies. Um, I can't fucking think right now. Yeah, a bunch. I don't fucking know. I'm bad with that. I'm drawing a blank. I don't know. I don't have a lot of time here, so I'm just going to keep, uh, just going to keep moving. But, uh, I love soy horror. It's delicious, scary stuff. Uh, Tobias Edwardson. Hey, buddy. 
Uh, John, I had the pleasure of meeting Dr. Jordan Peterson during his stay in Norway this week. Oh, man. I'm legit jealous. I know you're intrigued by him yourself, so I wanted to share the news. Personally, he's my role model. By the way, he thinks you're a cuck. No. No. No, no, no. You lie. Jordan wouldn't say that about me. Jordan would love me. I wish I could meet Jordan. That's cool, man. That's fucking awesome. So I guess she went to one of his talks or whatever. That's great. Uh, thanks a lot, dude. I really appreciate uh, you helping me out. Joe Cordova says, Hello, John. I just wanted to give my support. I always miss your live streams, but when I can view it, then it really makes my day. Hey, thank you, buddy. Thanks a lot. I'm glad you enjoy it. Um, Corinth Worcester says, How many hours have you logged on Gary's Mod? Uh, I mean, I played a shitload of that back in the day, but uh, I don't really touch it much anymore. Not that there's no reason to. It's still really fun. Um, a really creative game. You can do so much with that. Um, but uh, I didn't. I didn't put a crazy amount of hours into it. I don't think. But uh, I I did used to play that a lot and online, and it was really fun. Anyway, uh, thanks, buddy. Uh, Meow one seventy eight. I love your podcasts. Oh, hey, thanks. I'm glad you do, man. I appreciate uh, appreciate your support, Meow178. And thank you all, you guys. So that that's the end of the Super Chats. And uh, that's an incredible amount of support for today and all the other days as well. Pretty much every time I do this, I'm blown away by the support. And it's really fucking helping me out. I'm not kidding. So thank you for that. And I really hope you you guys enjoy the parts of R being the chief to come. So there you go. I'm honestly busting my ass on it. Oh, and by the way, uh, I, ma I made a new music track recently that I forgot to share on Twitter, and I was gonna I was gonna show you guys that. You guys want to hear my new track that I work that I did? I'll try and bring it up here. Um, are you guys getting my desktop audio? I don't think so. Okay, uh, I'm gonna turn my desktop audio on. So this is a this is a track that I made recently. That I released recently. I've actually been working on it for a, a I had it there saved for a while and unfinished, but I recently finished it and put it out. And so this this is a song called Ice Palace. So uh, you can tell me it's, you know, it's pretty just basic and repetitive like my other stuff, but uh, I think it's a nice melody.
I don't, sorry, I don't have to play the whole thing. I was just checking some emails there. I can keep it playing or we can, we can talk about something else. Oh, oh, you've heard enough. You get it. If you want, if you want to listen to more of my, that and more of my music and, uh, and my podcast, go to my fucking SoundCloud account. John CJG dash. What the fuck is it first? John CJG dash 420 dash 69 soundcloud.com slash that username. So this fucking thing right here, that's my SoundCloud. So go there and uh, listen to my tracks. Um, yeah, I know I got 10 minutes. Um, there's another super chat. Hang on. I want to get before I go. Uh... Where the fuck? Jgons8394 says, You're my favorite cuck, John. It's always great being able to watch your podcasts. Sometimes I play your podcasts as I drive to work. Keep up the good work. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, man. it's uh, They're great for car drives, podcasts. Um, it's so much, so much time that's otherwise wasted, right? Because, you know, you're... If if you drive a lot, you're on the road a lot, you know, you got your hands busy, you got your eyes busy watching the road. Why not use that time to ingest like audiobooks and podcasts and stuff? Like it's a lot of time you can spend you can spend absorbing other people talk and uh you can, you know, stay productive even during long drives and stuff. It's uh it's great that people can do that now. And I'm glad long-form content is catching on, you know. And what better way to celebrate long-form content than now releasing my episodes in small chunks. <laughs> so I hope you guys are excited about that. Um, if, uh, if you think this clip that you're about to see ends abruptly, uh, it will end abruptly i'm sorry about that but uh there's more to come okay it's just a small part of the story um no i'll i'll I'd, i i want more time to go to go over the email i won't do the email today i'll do the email another day because I, I won't reveal who wrote it, but I just want to read the email because I thought it was funny and interesting. But uh, there's not enough time to do it now. But I'll just uh, I'll just talk to you guys on the chat for a bit. For a few minutes anyway, and then I and then I got to go. Um, so looking for some substantial non-autistic chats give me a second <laughs> um Okay, you know what? Uh, I think I'm just going to wrap it up here. Uh, it's been a long podcast. It's about... If I stop now, that gives me a few minutes to chill. 
and then I can uh, join you guys in the chat for a couple minutes as well before the premiere, and then I can watch the the I can watch the premiere of the of the video with you guys. So um, so I'm gonna wrap it up here, guys. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Um, I'll do another one soon. I'm not sure when, but soon. Um, more RB and the Chief coming. More podcasts coming. Some Xbox One gameplay streams. We got to do that. We got to finish off Majora's Mask. We still got to do that. I still got to do RB episode commentaries. Fuck, there's a lot to do. I got my plate f- full. Non-stop shit to do. Lots, lots to work on. All right, so, uh, so there you go. That's this episode, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Go to my links. Uh, Go to uh, go to all my social media. Subscribe to all the things. If you if you sent a super chat today, thank you. Uh, some of you are sending ridiculous amounts, and I can't. S- I, I'm not appreciative enough. I'm really can't say how stoked I am. Supersonic Speedy Suicide says, "Don't forget to smash that subscribe button." Yes, smash the subscribe button. And uh, if you want to support me uh, on Patreon, you can do that. Patreon.com slash JCJGraham. Or you can keep doing the super chat thing if that's what you like to do. Or not. If you're just a fan and you want to watch, that's cool too. And uh, I hope you guys are digging the content. More to come. And uh, thanks for tuning in. And I will see you guys. Uh, I'll see you guys again soon. Thanks for bearing with me. I really hope you enjoy this uh, part that's uh, releasing soon here. Thanks, guys. Have a good night and have a spoopy Halloween.